1: You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento.
2: Sacramento.
1: Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 242. My name's Turner Sparks.
3: I'm Miguel Kaplan.
1: There we go. On brand, you can find me... At turnersparks.com. I'm going on tour September, October, November, uh, December, September. The next one coming up, Dallas, Texas, September 16th. This is the official announcement. We booked it yesterday. Me Bam. and Andrew, Andrew Heaton and I are hi- headlining Hyenas Comedy Club. Dallas, Texas, September 16th. Come to that. I'll be at the Sacramento Punchline November 11th, 10th. December, I'll be in Alameda Comedy Club. turnersparks.com. Also, go uh, check out Kaplan on all social media platforms. Captain America. Cap in America, every single one. Kaplan, on the podcast today, we're talking. Um, Venezuela. About Yeah, sorry, to Francisco <laughs> Ramos about Venezuela. I was looking, I was looking at something else. Uh, about Venezuela, it looks like there might be a potential for a, a uh, the, 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 the government to change. My brain okay. is working slowly today, but I don't know. It's been a long time with the Venezuelan government. Uh, it's very contentious. We're going to find out if they can change. Things, <laughs> things, things haven't been going,
3: going great over there, we, we found out. So Not we're, we're, recently. Not recently, but no.
1: I want to figure out why. I want to figure out what's going on. Before all that, Kaplan, yes. uh, let's get to, oh, Patreon. People love this show. People want to listen to the show. But we have a whole other show. If you like this show and you want us three more times a week, go to patreon.com slash lost in America. It's a different style show. It's just me and Kaplan doing com- a comedy show.
3: Your brain always works for that show. We are on fire in that show. We come out. We got a half hour. We're going to be discussing today uh, when we record the episode all about Governor Cuomo resigning.
1: He resigned yeah. today. We're
3: yeah. going to be discussing how my, ki- at my kids summer camp, they have uh, boys getting married together. Girls are getting married together. Very woke. So we have a lot to get to. We have a lot of news. So <laughs>
1: there's always news in New York. There's always news, always news with us. As we say, this is a show lost in America where we learn about the world. The Patreon show is where the world learns about us. Cap, so patreon.com slash lost in America. You get that for $5 a month. For $20 a month, you get your own ad on this show once a month. And we'll have one from Dennis Owens coming up next week. I know he's very excited. Oh, Dennis
3: Owens. There's a tease. That guy writes great ad copy. He's our madman. He writes it. It's
1: it's the ad. He just wants to talk about the NFL season. It has nothing to do with any (laughs) business he likes or business he wants to promote. He wants to promote the Kansas City Chiefs. That's all we'll say. Uh, All right. Today's episode, Cap. What do you know about, so let me start because I don't know much. So I'll go first and then I'll okay. go, and then you can come okay. in. So <laughs> I learned, I thought that Chavez was the president of Cuba. I mean, sorry, start. of Venezuela. <laughs> you have to really get started. I'm way off today. I have, I'm drinking decaf coffee. It's a real nightmare. And I thought Chavez was the president of Venezuela until we did our Cuba episode like three weeks ago. And remember we found out, we're like, oh, Cuba's not doing so well right now because they re- used to rely on Venezuela and now they can't anymore. And I was like, why can't they rely on Venezuela? And I didn't say that, though. I just thought it because I didn't want right. to be an idiot. You got to come out
3: smart. We're blowhards. Yeah. Yeah. And then Blow I hards. waited for yeah.
1: you uh, to talk and you and the guests. <laughs> and then you guys had better ideas. And I just kind of went with it. So I don't know much. What do you know?
3: Well, I know a little more than you that I know Chavez to go back it up in the 2000s. He was very popular with the left. Venezuela was booming. They were had they were they had national health care. They were supporting. Cuba, as we found out, they were With doing oil well.
1: they had oil and all this
3: oil money. It was flowing in. The good times were rolling. Yes. And, you know, in the good times, I can appreciate what happened to them. When you when the good times are rolling, you, you don't think maybe we should put some money. My grandfather would say, save ten dollars a week from your paycheck, you know, every week, save your money. Venezuela, no, we don't they, do that. They don't do that in Venezuela. They we don't either. We, yeah, we don't do that. I don't do that either.
1: Who saves money nowadays? Come on. Money we were is- raised by boomers. <laughs> boomers don't save. <laughs> they spend.
3: So Venezuela's Chavez and his uh, successor Maduro were raised by boomers, I guess. And uh well, wait, you
1: just skipped over one important part. What I learned last week. Chavez died in yes. <laughs>
3: 2013. Oh, you should so we're doing a whole theme now where Sean Penn is picking our episodes. So last week we did Haiti, <laughs> which is a favorite country of his. You don't remember he spoke at the funeral. Sean Penn spoke at Chavez's funeral. This is big news. Sean and Penn was, was a best fan. Friend. Of this guy. He was a big friend, big fan, big fan. So he died in 2013, I guess is the year. And then Maduro took over and Chavez was smart. He timed his death to the oil markets collapsing. is how I understand
1: it. Yeah, they collapsed. The, oil, the,
3: world, the world oil markets collapsed. Venezuela did not save money for a rainy day. Didn't listen to Grandpa High. And so the country has been doing poorly ever since. And then they they I think they rigged an election a couple of years ago. They, they had <laughs> elections. Maduro was supposed to did not win, um, but he stayed in power. And so we put sanctions on them. And that's where we are today. So, OK. So he was a
1: successor to Chavez. Uh, Francisco yeah. Ramos, welcome to the show. Really excited to have you. We've been trying to get workout schedules for a few weeks. We finally got it. Uh, you have a show right now on HBO Max that is all you. You wrote it, cr- uh, produced it, created it called Zoo Animals.
2: yeah. And it's a short. It's a short. So people realize it's not a show. It's a that's short. It's a short. So, our, our, our audience so is a it'll be very attention quick. Span. Yeah. So that's, so that's, that's seven yeah. minutes. You can watch it in the bathroom. You'll be good. That's and also audience. you're
1: in Rio, right?
2: Yeah. I'm in Rio. Yeah. I did uh, the voice of the King Monkey. Amazing. In the first oh. movie. Yeah. So that was cool. And kids. I think
1: I first saw you a while ago in Last Comic Standing on yeah. TV hmm. Yeah. What know, year last, was that the last
2: one? I mean, I don't remember the year, but I know oh, it was, was it the, the last, last one. It was the last one that did before, you know, and uh, which was that season was going to get canceled. And then for, you know, and then they uh, they're like, all right, we'll revive it back. But then they did it in three weeks. so It was very quick. You know, the way when we shot it. Uh, but yeah, it was I remember the year, but it was good. It was a good experience, too. Cool. Was it. that with Norm McDonald? Was he on that one? Yeah, yeah. Norm he McDonald, uh, right, Roseanne, and uh, Keenan and oh, Kenan. that
1: that was like the era that I thought was the best. You know, the the first season was really good when they had like all these heavy hitters who just. Yeah. It, it was not they they presented it as like some kind of an open mic night and it yeah. wasn't at all these were all like seasoned pros. Yeah. And then I felt like it dipped in the middle. But then once they got like Roseanne and and Norm, everybody, then it was like it was.
2: Kicking yeah, off. it was cool. I mean, the, the, the thing was like, I wish you would have like would have more airtime because like, I made it to the top 10. And then usually when you made it to the top 10, you had like at least a month of like exposure on TV of being in different episodes. But this one was so quick. That after the top 10, they're like, all right, now we're going to go to the semifinals. And like, uh, that was yeah, very it was, like short. Like
1: our friend you know? uh, Jimmy Schubert made it to the mm, top 10 maybe did. a couple of years before you were on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a reality show kind of thing yeah. at that point. And he toured for years, like selling out clubs based off of that yeah. top 10
2: yeah. thing. So, yeah, cool. so that wow. was, yeah, that was the thing that didn't, you know, didn't have that, but, you know. So when them. did you?
1: How long have you been in the U.S. A, a while. So
2: I've been. Uh, so I came to the U.S. when I was twelve, like back in '94. Uh, uh, we moved to from Venezuela, my me and my family, from uh, to DC, Maryland. You mm-hmm. know, because she got a job at the Pan American Health Organization, and that's the reason that we moved. You know, cool. it was gonna be a two year thing, but then it started like. Well, you know, but then, like, we started seeing, like, that's when, like, Chavez started, like, when he came out of jail because he was in jail because he did a coup to Mm. in Venezuela. He he actually, in back in 92, he did a coup against the government. Okay, but he failed, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he failed. He got arrested, which is a very funny thing. There's actually a video, which is so, like, weird. Like, there's a thing that he said. He's like, hey, comrades, we're going to have to give up, but don't worry, I'll be back, or something like that. Like he says that, or we'll be back. Why would and, they let him out of jail? Then? Well, that was, that was a happened. Like, so that was, there was this, uh, president, his name was, I think, uh, uh, what was it? Caldera. Juan. I forget the, the long name, but his last name was Caldera. And he's the one that actually, I don't know. They, they like forgave Chavez mm-hmm. or like, or mm-hmm. like, or told him like, you know, they should have been like, okay, you you're free, but you cannot run for office or something like that. Yeah. But no. They let him. And then when he got out, then he had all this power. I mean, all this popularity. And obviously Venezuela was not doing well because of the whole the corruption from the other side, I guess, you know. Okay. And that's what he took over and started going like, hey, uh, look at me. Um, I think he actually did. I feel, I feel like Trump basically copied what Chavez did mm. because Chavez was the first uh, politician that was like, hey, I'm going to talk like, hey, what's up, dude? Hey, you gonna, get me some coffee, you know, like the yeah. man on the street. And then he also would be like, look at me. I'm also poor. I'm poor like you guys. And he he catered. He kind of like used that to Venezuela's div- division of like because Venezuela is not a I would say it's not it's not like a racist country, but it's a more of a classist country. classism. So it's about right. poor and rich. And then there was a very big. uh you know, it was like 20% uh, r- uh, rich and then 80% poor. So he basically used that to go like, hey, you know, we can actually, we're more. Let's take over, you know, and that's what yeah. he- that, Attack that's the his, rich. Let's, yes, that was his platform in terms of running. And then, you know, like that. Because he was very like, still very politician. And then it slowly he started becoming more radical when he started like, you know, with Fidel Castro and stuff like that, which when he started like talking to him, which I feel Fidel Castro actually told him, gave him the plan on what he did with Cuba to what to do, what he did in, in Venezuela. He
3: gave him the I, notes. He was running his system. He came I'm, out. I'm, of the-
2: I'm, I'm pretty sure that he did because he was doing the same thing, you know, like, you know, and I think and Fidel is like, hey, man, he did it for 50 years or whatever years, you know, I was like it's I, it works. And I feel like Cuba and Venezuelans are very similar in personality where it's not like a radical, like personality. like it's more chill. Like we're going to party. We're going to. So it's like, so it's easy. So I think it's easier for people to take advantage of that because if it's like a an angry society, it's harder for them to like start putting all these rules, you know what I mean? So, so
1: did was he because that's actually what I felt when I was doing the research the last couple of days. I was like, this has got a lot of similarities to Cuba and mm-hmm. Castro, but Castro within his country was has always actually been pretty popular, right? Yeah. Like, with a certain amount of, like, if you just go raw numbers, it's not like everyone in Cuba hates Castro. He mm-hmm. has, like, people who genuinely like him. Did Chavez have the same thing?
2: Yeah, no, he definitely had, especially in the beginning, because he, like, if he actually did what he was going to do, it would have been, you know, he Venezuela would have been successful. It's kind of like, you know, I, I would say, like, it would have been like, yeah, there maybe it's kind of like a Putin or, like, China stuff where you go, like, well, there's not that there's some people don't have some rights or whatever, but they're doing well, I you see. know, so how a, are you going to
3: run dictatorship? Is,
2: uh, is, yes. Yeah. Uh, in a way, trains like run on time. Yes. like, <laughs> And also Venezuela has always I even I remember growing up just from family, like when, back in the 50s, there was this actually dictator. His name was General Perez Jimenez. And um, from I don't know how how long was he, but like during his time, he actually he was a dictator that like, but he created so much for Venezuela, like highways that people still use mm. that, you know, the, there's a dam in this part where, like a lot of stuff that he created that even like my grandparents and parents always hear him like back in those days, you know, it was so like everything was safe. You could like go out. Mm. I mean, like or you can leave your doors open and like nothing like so people. So I think a lot of people also kind of like connected that to like Chavez instead of like, hey, if we can have this again. That'd be great. So, like, yeah. so yeah, he did have popularity. I mean, obviously he did. He very he had he connected with he's a he's like the typical, you know, uh, populist uh, leader that, that that are in history that are that are just that just connect with people, you know, like the big like Mussolini, Hitler, uh, you know, all those guys. I mean, yeah. they're charismatic. I mean, and they're going to, you know, so and he got to be popularity. charismatic.
3: That's what we are on yeah. for if sure. You, That's you the. To-
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, like, you have to, it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what you do or who, what you know, it's more about being charismatic. That's pretty much it. I mean, I think for to be a, a leader, a political leader. It's like stand-up.
1: Leader. You gotta be charismatic. <laughs> if
2: you, you gotta hold
1: a room. We yeah. always say Trump would be an amazing stand-up.
2: Yes, I really would. Yeah, he his would. Impro- mean,
1: improvisational skills are off the charts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah.
3: how is Maduro in this? Is he charismatic? So too? Ma- yes, so no, Maduro is the opposite uh, <laughs> he's, oh, really? he's not going to
2: survive. There's my No. Well, Maduro, he's actually he's literally because he was the the uh, the like the right hand man of uh, of, mm. of Chavez. He's kind of like, I think he started. I don't know how Pencil he started. Him. Yeah, but he started like being like his right hand doing everything. And then he just, and then he's basically stayed there until Chavez died. And then, and then they're like, and then he like, I don't know how, you know, what they do that he appointed himself to be president or whatever, you know, like, but yeah, he doesn't, he, and he tries to do the thing that Chavez does, you know, but it's like, it's kind of like, he tries to do the
1: bits and everything. Yeah. And
2: it's it's like when you (laughs) see Trump Jr. trying to do what Trump does, (laughs) it's like, yeah, bro, that's not you, man. You're not funny, man. Should have gone with Sean
3: Penn. More, yeah, much more charismatic as a right hand, So
1: when yeah. Chavez dies in 2013, was the country still in pretty good shape? Because oil was big and everything.
2: Well, that's the thing. I don't feel like even when Chavez started, I don't think the 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 the, the, the country has never been in like he wasn't in good shape at all. I think he oh, okay. just became he was popular. It, no. it became he just popular, it just became worse and worse. I mean, because that's why I say to every time every time people that support Chavez, I go like I mean, like, look, I would not I would not argue with you if the country was great, if it was like the best country in South America mm-hmm. economy and security and, and crime. But it's not it went worse after yeah. he got up. It went worse. And in their whole thing, it's like, yeah, but, you know, the US they are going again. you know, like all like everything is always like blaming yeah. somebody okay. out, you know, like. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's like so then embargo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's like I can't I can't it's like. Nah, man. If it was good, it was good. I think, because the best times, I think Venezuela when Venezuela was really good, like from my parents, is like is it's like during like uh, late seventies, eighties, and early nineties. That's when really Venezuela was kind of like the one of the. It was best. like a leader in South America. Leader in it's South one of the America, countries, right? Yeah. yeah, wealthiest countries, and like people would move, which is weird because, which is funny because a lot of immigration happened in, in Venezuela during those times, and now you see the opposite. And it's, and it's weird because these, people, these countries are rejecting Venezuelans or like treating them bad. And it's kind of like, one thing that Venezuela was always cool, like they, ever, they welcome everybody. Like, if you were from Copia, you're immigrating
1: into Venezuela. And
3: now I read like five million Venezuelans have left the country in the past several years. Yeah. Now it's like
2: the opposite. Yeah. And
3: now they don't let people leave. Like, you have to basically sneak out. It's like, yeah, more people. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, that, I don't know. I mean, I know you can. I was reading. Yeah.
3: It was very hard to leave. I was reading a story about. Yeah. uh,
2: It's hard for, I guess, if you're. I mean, especially like if you if you're come from poor background and stuff like that, it's hard to obviously like just because you got. But I yeah, I know I, now there's people in Chile. I mean, there's Venezuelans all over now. It's crazy. Before, when I was living in, the, you know, when I first moved to see a Venezuela, like anywhere it was like, oh wow, there's a, somebody from Venezuela. Now it's like they're everywhere. Okay. You know, and
1: yeah. you guys were gonna leave for two years for a job,
2: and then yeah, no, and come back. Yeah, the contract was like a renewable contract, but yeah. then. And especially when we saw this whole change, that's when my parents were like, "Yeah, I'm probably gonna you know, probably gonna stay here." Wow, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, and then eventually we just stay here for you know forever. Yeah. And
1: um, yeah, I read. Speaking of like Chavez's rule, he was. They said that during what I read during his time, and even up until recently, basically until 2014, when everything when the when oil collapsed, the country was 90% of Venezuela's exports were oil. Yeah, and they were importing. Ninety percent of like basic goods had to be mm-hmm. imported from another country. Yeah. They weren't sold locally, so therefore, when oil, when no one was buying their oil anymore, they didn't then have the money to buy anything to import, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything just totally collapsed.
2: Yeah, that's. A, I think that's always been the like the Achilles heel or like the the spoiled rich syndrome of Venezuela because of oil. They got everything since I was born. I like you know gas in Venezuela. I, I don't know what it is now, but when I was there living, like it was literally like. I mean, you could fill a tank with like a dollar, you know, wow. like gas is like, enough. Like, you know. So but because Venezuela, yeah, that's the problem. Venezuela, because there's so much oil, like they live of that for a while. And instead, Venezuela should actually, their number one export should be uh, tourism. Venezuela is such a great country for people to come. I mean, it's got like every kind. But, you know, but yeah, like you said, Chavez and the government, they use the oil, oil. oil and then when there's no oil then nothing comes in and then obviously yeah there's not money to pay and then you don't build any any structure of people to build goods over there you know so
3: and i was even reading that they don't even have, like people waiting gas lines there because they, yeah. all the oil they have
2: goes out i guess yes it's a country
3: rich with oil and they, they, there's, which you can't get it, gas if you're just a regular person incredible
2: there, yeah there was one i don't remember what year was it but yeah i remember the lines were like like days like people would stay there and like and, yeah, and people would put, play dominoes, you know, cook stuff, party, you know, put music while waiting to put, which, yeah, is ridiculous. A, a country that has so much oil to be able to, and even right now, I think still, I think even uh, during this year, there's been some, some, um, you know, like gas, like shortages, I don't, you know, which again, is, it's, it's ridiculous. It should not be like that.
1: And they did, I mean, this is like a, this is like, we have like boomtown, like an American boomtown, you know, like the, West Texas or whatever, like these small boom oil towns that, like, yeah. when the when the oil's good, like the whole everybody's just buying mansions, yeah. and then like two years later, everyone's trying to sell it for like a tenth of the value. Yeah, we have these yeah. in America. What about like so he wasn't um, keeping reserves, I guess, because like in Saudi Arabia, they'll keep they have like five hundred billion whatever dollars or more in oil reserves, so in case oil goes down, they can still. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: no, he was given to, I mean, I the whole thing about Cuba, supporting giving to Cuba, yeah. giving to China, giving to Russia, you Iran. know, Iran, you know, all of So it's like, it was, um, yeah, it was crazy. I remember, yeah. Those, Who's it, who of great countries. Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
1: like a rich guy who, like, gives all, his, he takes all his friends out. But he's not them. taking
2: care of your family. It's yeah. Like the family, like, is like suffering. And it's like, dude, it's like, give first to the country and then give out if there's enough left, you know, but like, no, it was all building all because this whole thing that Chavez was doing, building the whole left, you know, like you know, leftist government and building relations. I think also, and you know, then Ecuador started happening with Korea, and then like and Brazil with Lula, and so yeah, so they just yeah, that's why the reserves were there, you know, which is dumb. And he
1: was he was like a, uh, it's like I guess a was he did he call himself a communist? he was a communist right no,
2: yeah i or mean no. international I, I, socialist it's a word yeah i think he's more of a socialism like socialist but like very like hardcore socialist i guess because like socialists, like i mean i always say when social i mean there's socialism in europe you know like denmark and all those yeah. but like that to me that's a good son social that's good socialism that's yeah. good socialism. <laughs> fun socialism so, so, so that's why like the socialism word has been not all socialisms equal Yes. Gasline
3: yes. <laughs> socials is not as fun as like yeah. partying in Denmark
2: socialism. But. Yes. Going to yeah, getting free healthcare yeah. is good socialism. You know, but like yeah. it's great. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't even know what he I mean, he would what he would call himself. I mean, he was definitely uh uh you know, f- definitely supporter of 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 uh of Che Guevara and his Cuban stuff yeah. and all that stuff. So he had that whole thing. It's, but like I said, in the beginning he started, it, it became a radical process because there was, I don't remember one, one year that happened there that they tried to actually uh, uh, do a coup no, against see. him. Oh. You know? It was like, I remember, I don't remember what year, but like, it was like a helicopter thing. It was like very like Hollywood stuff. Like they were going to like get rid of him, you know, and the, the new president was going to take over. But then they fucked up. And then when he saw that, he's like, oh, you want to do this to me? And that's when he was like change. started changing the Constitution started in
1: 2018. The thing we read the well, he was
2: not around. No, it was. No, it was. It was. No, it was definitely like 2000. Oh, you mean Chavez, Sorry, yeah, Chavez, Chavez. Yeah, yeah. Because when Chavez, when that happened, like he was like doing his thing, but still being very like, you know, I guess more calm. But when that happened, he's like, oh, you want to do and then he really became more radical in that thing. I mean, he started changing the constitution. That's where he's like, now you can like roam forever if you're a president, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's no like, you, you know, not like here where you can only do it twice, you know, start changing the year. Then the whole like uh, the Congress stuff too, it started changing, you know, a bunch of laws that made it easier for him to stay in powers as a, you know, as a democracy, you know? Sure. So when he
1: came in, he came un- in under the idea, the guys that he was going to be like hand over power that this was he was elected and he was gonna yeah and he
2: did he was elected in the first time he won he was elected very popular like people liked it. i mean that wasn't rigged at all it's it's afterwards when then when all this started happening and then when when you could see that like oh that that there was started to happen where like i mean because especially like the lady there's a lady there's a the person who's like the the head of the president of like the election board, whatever, whoever counts the votes, you yes. know, like she was part of Chavez, so it was like it was always like, well, oh, okay, so it's like yeah, they could always See, do like which numbers, you know, like yeah. um, Trump is so jealous that he really tried, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he couldn't pull that off. <laughs> He's oh, like, no, why did I think of that? <laughs> yeah, person counting the, the votes, all, literally what he wanted to do, like yeah. Chavez did.
3: Yeah, it's wow. easier you know, in Venezuela, well, probably. Yeah, yeah,
2: there was, of course, yeah.
1: And what sure. was it like like could you have private business during that time or so, were they so, yeah, nationalizing things? That's the, thing, I
2: mean, the oil, right? And the Yeah, when Chavez started then nationalizing the oil and then made it so a lot of companies started leaving Venezuela that were mm-hmm. that were producing there and they either went to Colombia or somewhere else because yeah, like the thing is about it is like you didn't because then they started doing all this stuff where he, they're starting like uh, expropriating land. So let's yeah. say like you were like Hmm. And even f- for businesses or for like a, per- like a private citizen, like you could have been like, this is my land. Then I like, then they came up. Nah, sorry, this is according to law, whatever. This is part of the government. And then they would take the land. And yeah. then you'd be like, and you well, get nothing. So, get nothing. so yeah. then a lot of people, then started going like, well, I'm out of here because how am I going to have an actual you know, business? And like, if I'm afraid that something, you know, they're just going to take it out any second. You
1: know. Any time, right? Yeah, yeah. Anytime, I've lived yeah. through that actually. I I used to live in China, and I oh. had a business taken away. Really? <laughs> did have
2: ice
3: cream yeah. trucks in Venezuela?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, yeah. But, I so mean, what, what really, happened to you? Like, they just came. What, are the what uh, was the reason?
1: because they it was I had the Mr. Softy ice cream truck business. I did oh, it in China okay. for a long time, and um, the it was pretty successful locally, and so like the local government officials had their relatives open trucks like ours. Mm-hmm. And then parked next to us. And then eventually they took our par- permits away and made us illegal and started fining us for wow. parking in spots. I mean,
3: you were peeing next in season. the chocolate syrup to come clean it. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but it is demoralizing. I remember coming back to the US and starting, even starting stand-up and being like, wow, there's no because we had a comedy club in China as well. That eventually got shut down by the government. Yeah. And to think like, whoa, you can open a business here and it's not going to get shut down. Not you don't get have to shut- worry about that. Yeah. Was such like a like because otherwise, you're all everyone I knew who had a business in China was always worried that at any yeah. second it could get taken. It's
2: kind of like being with like like a mafia, like the mafia. You know, like they're always gonna take. You know, like I've been watching yeah. the Sopranos. Yeah, you all said this it. Man, time, I so mean, like I gotta be well, back just, there at some. I mean, like I'm just saying, like in terms <laughs> of like, Venezuela, not yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like it the is. way that they take over. Like you never. Sometimes, like once you're with them, they're like they can always take over your business and you're like, well, it's not mine anymore. Kind of. Right. They protect saying who's the guy who had the the restaurant
1: Yeah, It's like being already book. I was the already (laughs) Buko. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I mean. Artie Yeah, yeah. got
3: some good gabagoo.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, come on, let me help you. (laughs) 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 Wow. You guys really left at the right time.
2: huh? (laughs) Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was. And we weren't planning to. It was just like luck of the draw kind of thing. And then and then, Yeah. yeah, we just stay. Do you yeah. have family ther- still there, though? Any, yeah, any yeah, I still I have still family. I'm, actually, my mom is actually back there. You know, she mm-hmm. retired because my dad passed away, uh, you know, about uh, 11 years ago. And then my mom, when she finished, uh, they always wanted to go back. They're very, like, you know, Venezuelan lovers, you know, like they mm-hmm. love. They're very so like my mom is actually there because it's weird. Like she actually lives better over there than she lives here because she gets paid in dollars with her, you know, retirement. Over American
3: Social Security, retirement, everything.
2: And in dollars over there, you're like, you make, you can live very, very well. And with, so like, so actually it's funny. She lives much better over there financially than she would live here, you know? And and she actually likes living there because obviously all her friends are there, family is there. And then, yeah, you have the opportunity to, to, you know, to go to restaurants, do all this stuff that she couldn't do here, you know?
1: I mean, so that gives me to my next question because this idea of getting paid in dollars over there must be amazing. I read the local currency. What's it called? The currency?
2: Bolivares. Uh, Bolivar. Bolívar. Okay. Bolivar, which is like the main the name of the the liberator. Who oh, that's liberator what I read. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. I read that it's per year. The estimate is that um, the annual deflation or in, sorry yeah, inflation, inflation inflation is one point seven million times. Yeah. So they said like, for example, if you have $10,000 on January 1st, by the end of that year, by December 31st, it'll be 59 cents.
2: Now it's, it's if not, you have it
1: mean, not in dollars in, uh, yeah, in, in I believe it is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But the yeah. equivalent of $10,000, is that still happening?
2: Yeah. Well, I think now that they actually, now they're just, everybody's using dollars, it became so okay. bad that now like the currency is actually dollars yeah, because okay. like, you cannot, I mean, yeah, you could have, like, you had to buy a cup, a pack of gum. You had to bring, like, a car full of money to just buy some gum because, like, the, the value was like, it was like a million dollars, a million believers just to buy, like, a pack of gum or some. You
3: yeah, I know, know. I read a story about a guy who was trying to sneak out of the country and he, the money he had to bribe, like, all the police officers he met along the way it was all dollars and euros because he basically said, Yeah. Like, no, the police will not take bribes well, in the local currency. Of You're, course. Like, the police
2: yeah. don't even trust it. So <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It's like it's, so.
2: No, yeah. it's crazy that the value, well, that, to tell you, like I always remember this because my parents, every time growing up, they would say like back in 81, the dollar, the bolivar to the dollar was $4 or four or like, so like one, one dollar was four bolivares Okay. One, you know, when I was like, I remember in school, I remember my parents would give me like when I would stay over for sports and stuff like that, a hundred bolívares uh, which was you know, that was equivalent you know, I could buy like a sandwich, I could like buy twenty five dollars. Yeah, twenty bucks, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And now it's like I don't now, even I mean like a penny. Like what? Is it? <laughs> I mean, not even less than a penny. I mean, yeah. even when I used to go there, I would like yeah, I would when like you couldn't, I could I never would buy, I would always change dollars because you never know what the, is. there was always two different markets. It was like the original, like in terms of like the, to exchange money, there was a, the real one. And then there was a, the black market one. And that's where you actually would change the mark. you know, exchange money. So like, because if you go to Venezuela and would like, and pay with your credit card from here, over there they would yeah. charge you with the uh, the actual currency and it would just it'd be so expensive so you had to do it with the actual black market one but you had to do it with cash it, it's a whole weird shit that I, I don't even understand yeah like the economy <laughs> over there
1: i yeah. wonder what like do government employees get paid in dollars as well
2: do you think i think i mean yeah i think so i think everybody gets paid in dollars i mean right now like because you cannot and if you're getting paid in bolivars, you're changing them to dollars and then you because yeah. what you just said like you don't want to You want to keep dollars because you don't want the believers to devalue, you know? So Mm -hmm. like everybody's got dollars, euros, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, I even like, I think just to get a passport now, I think my mom was telling me to, to renew or get a new Venezuelan passport. is like 200 bucks. So like, whoa, like that's, that's the price. It's not believers, 200 bucks. You know, everything's in dollars. It's the
3: most valuable thing you could have is having your passport, not losing it basically. Yes. Yeah. Wow.
1: All right, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and then I want to get to—I want to find out more about the Maduro, uh, his his presidency, his or what—I don't even know if you call it a presidency, his yeah. reign, his reign, yeah, his, his time, his stay, yeah. <laughs> his stay. yeah. Uh, Kaplan, so we are part of the world's smartest podcast network. We are. We just did our big live show two weeks ago. Fantastic. I'm gonna be back with Andrew Heaton and I. Are going. We're going to be in Dallas, Texas on September 16th doing a live show there at Hyenas. Just the two of us. But the whole crew, we're, we're talking about doing them in the L.A., doing them in D.C. So we're Philly? taking this thing on the road. Maybe. Nice. The other shows are, it's our show, Lost in America podcast. It is the political orphanage with Andrew Heaton. And it is Ask a Political Scientist with Dr. Andrea Jones Roy. These are all comedians trying to make you smarter. Uh, and, and, and you listen, we don't succeed all the time. Okay, so no complaints here. This is free. We're giving you a free show, and we're trying our hey, hardest. If
3: you want to complain, though, go on our YouTube page and oh, leave yeah. us comments. Leave us. We enjoy the hate. Yeah, it's what engagement. was that guy's name? Luke Luke Driscoll is our hater Luke of the week. Luke Driscoll he is a complete
1: us, scumbag. Yeah, he told us we made him
3: uncomfortable. Watching us made him uncomfortable. We were so uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, why so are you
1: watching?
3: I, exactly. Great art should be uncomfortable. Somebody famous said that once, So uh yeah hey like- luke driscoll
1: tell all your friends how uncomfortable it is and get them to watch that's what i said <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. take it who cares as long as you're watching you know as long yeah. as
3: as long as you spell our name right in the criticism give uh-huh. us some hate mail
1: son of a bitch luke driscoll <laughs> uh, all right Kaplan. now let's get to oh a word for your local sponsor all right we're back oh and you can find us i didn't even finish that ad you can find us at worldsmartestpodcastnetwork.com all of our shows subscribe to everybody and uh, now we're back. OK, so uh, Francisco, um, Maduro is now took up. So Chavez dies in 2013. Maduro takes over. 2014 is when everything collapses. The, mm-hmm. And so good timing on Chavez's part.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dying the right dictators have I think timing. he knew. He knew it was something, <laughs> you know, let me get out of here before.
1: <laughs> but not great for Maduro. So he then loses popularity, it seems, pretty quickly, if he ever had it
2: right yeah yeah he well like I said he wasn't he tried he's not the charisma personality that Chavez was and like he definitely had some support because of people were just following on Chavez and they were like and then when Chavez I think I mean I'm assuming I'm not saying I know this at all but I'm assuming Chavez basically when he gave the position to Maduro he's like hey follow him if you like me follow him kind yeah, of stuff, you know? like we
1: just did with the other podcasts.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he did a plug.
1: <laughs> no we're from your local
2: sponsor, Pico yeah. <laughs> <Nickel> oil. <laughs> no. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, he took over and then, so, but he definitely has lost more and more popularity. I mean, like he definitely still has a control. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I haven't been back in Venezuela. I cannot say, I mean, I don't, mm. I don't, I think he definitely still has some support, but not what Chavez, I don't think is a majority. And I think a lot of it is people that are already that like basically working with him, military people or people that are working in the government that are getting paid or getting money. Of the, so, yeah. I feel that's where the a lot of the support is from. You know that that he has he has right now, but it's definitely not majority. I don't think of like of what's going. You know, I think people are finally realize. You know, finally going like, well, this is not good. You know, like they, they you know, like after all this stuff. Because I think Chavez was still there. He could still like. He still had the charisma to even when stuff was going bad to be like, hey, you know, but I don't think now with Maduro, I don't think he has that. And it, yeah, it's, well, I mean,
1: and then there's, it seems from what we read, it seems like he doesn't. It seems like he's not as popular. No. Um, He's not very popular at all, which makes it difficult to maintain And not
2: smart at all. Like he's, he's, there's like, there's millions and millions of like, YouTube stuff where like stuff that he says that is just like what like it does like words that he doesn't pronounce right like oh, really? it, you know, or like I think he said something about like in Spanish about like I forget what it was, where he called like he used like this try to a female something, but like a word that usually not it's not a female, like, but he made it a female, you know, yeah, stuff like that that's just like, so yeah, he's definitely not popular and then and then this whole thing happened with like. So he also was about, that uh, this other, there's this Congress happened where like this Guaido guy came through like a couple of years ago. in so
1: 2019,
2: he, he kind of yeah. gets steam, right? And he's the, the opposition leader. The opposition leader, yes. Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing too, Venezuelan, you know, like, unfortunately, like, uh, especially when there was this election before even Guaido. Like was I there think
3: Lopez, Le- Leopoldo Lopez. Leopoldo
2: Lopez. Yes. Oh yeah. Cause he's the one that he also he got uh, arrested and then he's now in Madrid now. Cause, Cause he was finally- considered
3: very charismatic. Yes. Like, right. As you were saying, like someone who was a future leader, possibly mm-hmm. the country and yeah. was going to run against him. And then they like, basically arrested him because of that arrested right? him
2: for like you know like because that's the thing they can create they can create any law to be like hey this person's doing this They and- said
3: he was like fraternizing with gangs or something and yeah. they made up something and yeah and then he, so he was house
2: arrested for like a while and now he's he ch- finally escaped i think like last year or early wow now he's in madrid right now his whole family is living in madrid and spain but uh but yeah there was uh but the thing about the Venezuelan opposition I was going to say is like, unfortunately, like, especially with, I think even with Chavez, when they try to like do an elections, like they never pick one person. So it was always like the, def- like several like candidates. So obviously like you're not going to win where like everybody's like one vote here, one vote here, one vote here. And then, so like, and that's, so with Guaido and with uh, Leopoldo uh, Lopez. You mean the better.
1: opposition? The was opposition. Not, they weren't coalescing around one person. Coalescing. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes. So that's that's another thing that happened. That was that also is easier than to is easier to rig or to make numbers. Because if like if it's like one leader, that's very, very popular. It's very yeah. hard to then be like, oh, that person lost. But if you got like a bunch of leaders against one person that let's say Maduro or Chavez, who has a 30 percent or 40 percent, you know, whatever popularity that that is true, you know, then it's easier you to need
1: like the never Maduro yeah. votes, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, like the never it's- Trumpers. Well, yes. I read.
2: So in 2018, I, it
3: was it was they they said Guaido and others said it was rigged, right? The election. Yeah. And then they had another election in 2020. But Guaido and his supporters like didn't su- they said it we're is. not going to be
2: participate. Yes, because he so- was going to be like it's kind of like, well, why are we going to even going to play? If you're going to change the rules or you're going to make yeah. some stuff like, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I understand
3: that you play sports. If you change
2: the rules, who wants to play for me? Literally. Yeah. So, it's kind of like I so was like, yeah. oh yeah, sorry. Not yet. No, I was
3: gonna say Maduro won that one. But like, yeah. it wasn't a real election. Right. But so
2: it, nobody voted. I think right. that I think nobody, nobody even came like it was like, and also they do this things where like, they, they would force people to, I don't know if that election, but other legends were like, if you work with the government, it's like, you gotta go vote if you want to if you oh. don't want to get fired yeah or if you like, have a
1: government job you have to go vote for maduro yeah or yeah.
2: poor people like hey if you want to you want to get your bag of uh of food for the month you've you gotta go vote the you rations, know stuff like yeah. that right, they do that in other know, countries which, I've heard of that. yeah i mean but they
3: know who you're voting for when you do yes. this like yeah yeah basically yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. get to freely choose your your it's not like yeah. get yeah. out so, the vote campaign
1: um America and like, I guess the foreign, the world or whatever you want to call it, the foreign. So it seems like the world has kind of gone into two camps with Venezuela right now. You have China, yes. r- uh, Russia, Iran, Turkey, Tur- and Cuba. And maybe I'm forgetting something. but
3: That's a great conference, by the way. It's an old school Axis, <laughs> of, yeah, evil, Axis of Evil conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: they're now supporting Maduro, right? Yeah. And it seems to me, but you can tell me if I'm wrong, it seems like the main reason why they like Maduro is because he doesn't like the United
2: States. Is that right? I I, I mean, I, guess, oil? I don't I even oil. know. I think it's oil. I think it has to do yeah. more with like oil and what Venezuela can provide for them. I don't think they care about Maduro. I think they they know he's like, you know, he's just, you know, I and actually I think he's more of a, uh, like a, I think the actual leader or what who's moving the things behind is actually this guy called uh, Diosdado Cabello. He's actually like the he's like the Dick Cheney when George Bush was. <laughs> Got it? You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. So he's the one that's actually like the the you know the behind the scene. I I don't know what he is right now. Like what his his role is in the government, but. So he's, I think he's the one that has more of the, the inside scoop of what to do. I mean, the, I guess Maduro's the face, but I think he's the guy that's making the decisions. But yeah, I feel all these countries are just together more for like, I mean, one thing is definitely going against the U.S. and the Western, you yeah, know, Europe whatever then, because obviously, yeah. Uh, but I think also it's because of the, and also, it's, I guess, if you think about it, it's also a very geographical, good location just to be, you know what I mean, in terms of the world. Because mm-hmm. if like anything happens in terms of wars, whatever you know, like you have, you know, the you know China and Russia, you know, and Venezuela is right there. It's a great. If they can you know, set up like a base
1: like, in Venezuela, or yeah, something. or something
2: like that. And I feel like Supply that's chains. why the U.S. That's why when like all this happening with the election last year with Trump and stuff like that, a lot of Venezuelans in Miami and stuff like that were voting for Trump because they're so traumatized with what happened in venezuela they think it's like we don't want you know Mm. like social like an overreaction an overreaction also he put
3: sanctions on venezuela i guess that they supported yes
2: which I, i i'm cool with that because it's sanctions not to I don't know if it's to the, I mean, I know he, he was, there, I think what I like what the US government was doing is going against the actual people, the people the who were stealing money. Yeah. yeah. People like, because yeah. 2019, you know,
1: I, 19,
2: he they put froze the their thing.
1: assets, right?
3: They, they froze, froze the, the assets.
2: Yeah. And like, because that's the thing that I, I always tell people like, if you're, first of all, you cannot say like, uh, fuck socialism, fuck the US, fuck all this stuff. And then, and then you have, uh, uh Apartments in Miami, or you have apartments in Australia, right. and you ha- and your and your kids are going to college in London. It's mm, like right. what the like what kind of bullshit is that? It's like if you want to do that, if you want to be live how you want to live, then everybody should live in Venezuela and, mm-hmm. and live I, there. But you I, cannot do those, both. I knew
3: somebody whose friend was a uh, was very high up in the government. Actually, I'm just remembering this now. Yeah, the guy had apartments all over the world: Miami, yeah. Paris. New York, and he was Venezuela Yeah, socialism.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like then it's like, what is it? It's like, but then other then the people who are suffering are the actual people that need that money. So, I always said it was like, uh, like, because Venezuela was corrupt. You know, in the eighties, started getting eighties and nineties by like normal corruption, if you want to call it like old school corruption, where it was like you you steal money, but but you still have a you know, but it's not that bad. And then when Chavez came in and all this stuff, I mean. I think the corruption moved to the other side. I think like everything, like any, any leader or anything, like once you gain power, corrupts. power corrupts. Absolute and then you, power, yeah. Yeah, so then they start. oh, so became basically like stealing, but on the other side, you know? So it never, nothing changed because you were saying you're running against people that were stealing and now you're stealing, but you're on this side. So it's yeah. kind of like, I don't think it never changed in Venezuela in terms of like the corruption. It just changed from one side to the other.
1: So did, did you think that, so in 2019, the US decided sanctions, so the other, so there's like, yeah, those, those countries, the, the China, Russia, they all support uh, Maduro, and then the United States and Europe seemingly support uh, Guaido, is that his name? Guaido, yeah, they Guaido. say he's the rightful leader. And they actually yeah. literally recognize him as the president mm-hmm. of the country. Yeah. And the battle for the last few years has been to get to this point where either the West wants to put him in as president, and the, uh, the the communist countries want to keep Maduro as a president. And they've mm-hmm. come to this place now where it seems like they're going to um, maybe have an election. They have this summit coming up next month in Mexico, brokered okay. by Norway.
0: Random. Not sure
1: why. <laughs> uh, but to decide, I think Maduro has finally said, okay, we can talk about elections, potentially mm. having new elections. Do you think that the... Uh, the Sanctions against because there's beyond the sanctions. 2019, Trump did the sanctions in 2020, uh, William Barr, who's in Trump's, ca- yeah, Trump's security, general, uh, attorney general, actually f- filed criminal charges in the U.S. Yeah. against Maduro for mm-hmm. drug trafficking and put a 15 million dollar uh yeah. bounty on his head mm-hmm. for anyone information on him.
2: Do you think those things pushed us? Oh, for reality? sure. I think he's finally. It's kind of like realizing he's like, look, let me. I was watching the documentary of like uh, cocaine cowboys. Yes. You know, on Netflix. It's, it's yeah. great. Yeah. And it's it's like everything, like all the every time like drug lords or whatever, it always comes to the end or like when they're about to get caught. It's like, all right, now let's have let's do a deal. Let's yes. I mean. And I feel this is maybe that's what Mandura is doing. I think he's realizing with all the sanctions, with all the fines and indictments and stuff like that to go like all right you know now like if i go if i do fair elections do i maybe it's like maybe the whole agreement is like and i don't go to jail you drop know i charges. can pay drop yeah. the charges or stuff like that because so uh i mean that's i mean it'd be great if that happens because i think that's the only way for venezuela to kind of like go into this next step you know to mm-hmm. get out of this hole because venezuela is not a country that has that that it's not like here in the U.S. where everybody has guns, mm-hmm. you know. Like so, it's like in terms of like the 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 country actually stepping up, like the civilians, it's not gonna happen. Not and gonna have like, a
3: good coup like we could have. No, right.
2: no. I mean, no. we tried. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't happen in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if but if everybody wanted to do it, and sure. you know, there's a lot of but guns But if the gang there's like,
3: gangs though and stuff, I mean, they could.
2: Yeah, but they they're pay so they're pay so but it's, if it's sort of like. The country, like, I think they're paid by the government or they work with the government or like or like or with the military. And like, so it's very hard for like, unless like literally something would have to happen, like what Chavez did to the government, like somebody from the military would have to like kind of like revolt against Maduro and be like, all right, I want to go back and give the change this whole thing. That's the only way or or international, you know, somebody coming in like the U.S., but. If we force an election and we actually monitor but, it, but that, but that I don't think that's happened either because that to me then that gives uh, like Russia and China be like, oh, you're messing up with him. Like now we're gonna, you know, like that now creates, we're in. Yeah. now we, that creates more problems. So now we have a world war centered in
1: Venezuela. Yeah,
2: so that's why I've. I mean, but if that's happening, like this whole thing in Norway, with in Mexico, that'd be the best case scenario because then if you can really have, because yeah, if you really have fair elections, then. They're they'll they'll be gone. You
3: know they'll be gone. Do you gone, think it you would know. be Guaido? Do you think like if they let that guy Lopez I, run or something? I guy, I
2: think well I think those two would run. I mean Guaido has lost uh, uh popularity in in with the opposition because I think it's all momentum. You know like yeah. back when he started there was like it was like where he's gaining momentum and people were like behind him and stuff like that. There was a point where like it actually like I think they were gonna like. uh do like a like get rid of Maduro or something with the US government, something to happen There's an article, I forget what it was. It's really re- well written, like how it happened and it never happened. Like I think somebody backed out or whatever. So then, and Guaido, they're gonna put Guaido as the president and, and get Maduro out. I don't know if it's arrested or like get him out of the country, you yeah. know, and it didn't happen. And then after that, then like Guaido has like lost popularity within the opposition because nothing has happened. So people are going like, Ah, you keep saying all this stuff, but we're still living. In right, the same they're, thing.
3: they're they're depressed. It's not mm. nothing's changing. Nothing's they're changing. Losing hope.
2: Yeah. So so yeah, if there's elections, I mean, I'm sure that that uh, the hill run. There's a uh, uh, there? uh, Lopez, and then there's other ones. There's this lady who's like, I forget. She's also popular too. She's like more radical. In terms of, uh, I forget her name, Maria. Maria. I saw
3: there's a like, guy, Freddie Guevara. Does that, who, with the, he, they just threw him, they recently just threw him, arrested him on trumped up charges. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's an opposi- <laughs> He's our most recent, like in July of 2021.
2: But he's uh, from the opposition or with uh, Maduro?
3: He was an opposition figure who was like leading protests, I guess. They accused oh. him of. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah. No, yes. they are
2: arresting him. Yeah. The government, the Venezuelan. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. That's like what's, I mean, like they can come up with, even there's a comic too that he actually, a Venezuelan comic that I know that that he had to uh, leave. Uh, he he's now he lives in Mexico because he did a a joke. He was doing a joke and then the somebody saw it from the government and they started going like, oh, putting charges against him for like making oh. fun of like handicapped people because that was like the the joke was about something about handicap something. So he was has to leave. About the government. Yeah, yeah. it was and it wasn't about the government, but like yeah. they just. But I think it's somebody that didn't like the government, so then they're like, oh, now let's I go. Mean,
1: any, um, I don't know what free speech is like in the country, but when a government feels backed into a corner, they want to clamp down on any of
2: course. dissent.
1: Even if it's not dissent, it's just speaking your mind. freely. Yes,
2: yeah. Right? So, that's, so that's, yeah, that's, so yeah, stuff like that is very hard to like, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to, uh, yeah, especially if you're nobody or whatever, if you say something, yeah, you don't want to get arrested. You don't want to get nothing. You don't have money to fight anything or whatever. So it's like, that that is definitely a way to control people and control the media and control the the dialogue you know
3: yeah, we don't condone making fun of the handicap, by the way. We don't, even <laughs> no, no, no.
2: Yeah, I mean, and I don't want to say, I mean, it was something about like, I don't think the joke is not making fun of handicap. It was about wheelchairs, think, he said. Did <laughs> <you say laughs> he
3: say the R word? Because I don't think it was yeah, about yeah, the yeah, chair yeah.
2: itself. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. don't I don't know. Why can't it go faster? I don't but know. it wasn't something. Yeah, they took it. Yeah, so uh, yeah. you still have to push these chairs. People <laughs> have a hard enough time.
1: Yeah, all Come right. All right. Uh, what about so what would be the move? Because I was reading that they need to like, if say a new government comes in it doesn't solve any it doesn't solve most problems it's still a really poor country that's reliant yeah. on oil would it would the imf or like some type of world organization need to almost just like pump money in to create some kind of local infrastructure
2: i i mean i would think i think to me the hardest thing is not even it's more about the like the culture because i think what chavez does he basically created this culture like that i mean literally like for you know when he got there 90 you know for like 20 25 years there's kids that have basically were born into the whole right. chavez regime and, and that's all they know and they, because yeah. he he Adults like i said with you know, him right yeah like cuba basically like he took the steps of cuba had like because he then went into like changing like uh the school system in, in terms of like what to teach or stuff like that you know so like so to me that's to me that's the hardest thing. Not even changing like the government, but to also change the mindset of mm. Venezuelan people to go like, hey, now forget all that, you know, and that's very hard because it's been it's been for twenty years in the country, you know what I mean? And this whole way of like thinking, of living and stuff like that, of like of also like accepting free stuff, which that's not right. I mean, like that should not be like like waiting in line for two hours to get a a free bag of food. That's not like, you shouldn't be doing that. Yes, You should be working and getting your, you know, whatever you want to buy, you buy, you shouldn't be waiting for free stuff, you know, but you train people. But if you do that for 10 years, then people start training. Oh yeah. I want my free food every Monday, you know, you know, yeah i hate lines
3: to... you should you get it without a line your free stuff at least.
2: <laughs> yeah 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 i don't i want free stuff yeah 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 nobody yeah i like free stuff but no line
3: no yeah. in america every day they offer me free food at the school they, there's a person trying to hand it out and i always say no so kid's school I, I, am i at the school but they give it to adults too so i'm trying to oh, teach okay. them a lesson nice work for nice your... <laughs> yeah yeah work
2: for your stuff <laughs> <laughs> and the food's not very good. Crazy. What's and
1: what's uh before we let you leave? I, I want to know a little bit more. What's Mas Mejor?
2: I was reading about. So that. yeah, uh, Mas Mejor was actually like a, it was a part of a Broadway a video SNL, you know, production company. That yeah, they we read. Lauren
1: Michaels was Lauren
2: Michaels. Yeah, he. So they started doing that back in I forget. You know, a couple of years ago, and like the whole point was to do like to. You know, promote uh, Latino talent. You know, and like people do sketches and stuff like that, and so they gather a lot of like uh, Latin talent from the U.S. and also from South America to start creating sketches and stuff like that, and incubating ideas and stuff like that. So I got to be a part of it. I got to. It was cool because I learned the whole thing was to like you would pitch an idea to to them, and if they like it, they would give you a budget. So then you would do a sketch with you know you don't have to spend money so you would like they give you an amount and you can like hire the dp hire the people yeah. paid you know so it was pretty cool because i got to work i mean I how to basically do a mini production all my own you know and because i did like four or five sketches with them but also i got to meet other great comics such as fabrizio copano from chile which is mm-hmm. that's the reason that i met with him and then now i do a lot of uh you know projects with him as well so like i got to meet other people so that was a uh, it was cool it was like it it would uh, it it kind of like it, now they're not doing it anymore you know it kind of like i don't know if they're if the mass horse still is happening or if they went more into like production just more big productions like more like like this was stuff. Shows. What would
1: you, once you finish the sketch, would it go where would it go? Like, onto YouTube so they would just like whatever, they, you yeah,
2: YouTube. They had a YouTube channel and then they would just put it out there and, like, you know, and then it'd be like, there's this guy, Frankie Quinones, who, like, he actually did his stuff went pretty viral or v- went viral because he did this cholo fit thin guy. And, like, and that's what, so, like, for example, he did it with them too. Mm-hmm. And his stuff went kind of viral. So then he, that's awesome. uh, so then he, Basically, got a lot of fans out of that, so that was the whole key, you know. But it was like everything, like we know here, like you put everything out, like something hits, something done, you know. It's just luck of the draw kind of thing. Yeah.
1: And have you done any touring around Central America, South America?
2: I, you know what, I don't. I haven't. I mean, I don't. I started doing stand up, span. You know, um, especially like for the past couple years, to to um, like more stand up shows in Spanish with uh, Fabrizio and this other comic, Jesus Trejo. Which is really good. We kind of started a a, a group called TriFeta trifetta Comedia just to do stand up, just stand up in cool. Spanish. Uh, so I've done it, but mostly around the U.S. I haven't had a chance to perf- I mean, I done in, in in Cabo. I did a Spanish set as well, but I haven't got a chance to do that much Spanish uh, stand up. I mean, I definitely one of the things would be cool to be like, for example, with especially Fabrizio because he's like, he's actually done touring in uh in south america to go with him or something he already has like the the, the connections to do it and stuff like that yeah. so that would love to you know because now it's more popular now like now people know more about stand-up in latin america so it's like now it's, it's like it's 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 big and people get it now so it's easier now to like people come to yeah sushi. you're not
1: breaking you're not like creating the market
2: no no it's being, like already like, there
1: i mean it's worldwide now and it's yeah, like pretty much so yeah. many places like 10 15 years ago comedy was like somebody's has a mask on yes. like paints their face <laughs> like exactly like hits someone over the head and then people started talking doing like our style of stand-up and admit, for, immediately it was like wait what what the
2: hell is this yeah yeah but then,
1: it, then after a while people got it and now it's like huge
2: yeah no i i love that because yeah i remember i yeah I, I never and that's the reason when we started doing spanish stand-up was to be like yeah we don't want to do people People think when they see it, it's like the guy, the drunk guy. It's like, hey, I'm the drunk guy. you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, like, let's just be you, man. <laughs> just do so, your bits. Talk about yourself.
1: We have some friends in the Philippines who started the scene there, mm-hmm. and the comedy scene, a Filipino comics. And they were saying they have to call it, because stand-up comedy has been around for like 50 years. But they use the term to explain what we were just talking about, like the guy, the clown who comes out, <laughs> or like yeah. a transvestite or something, yeah. you know, who sings. And so they call it point of view comedy. Mm. Oh, that's what they had to literally cool. come up with a new name. As they started telling people we're stand up comedians and people were like, where's the clown? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they're like getting booed at their shows and everything. So They're like, oh, it's called point of view comedy. So people be like, oh, we're going to see point of view comedy, not stand up comedy. So they even what they were talking about.
2: That even happened to me. I did a I did like this thing for like a Spanish channel, uh, like a, that show uh, Family Feud, but like like celebrity family. Feud. Yeah. So they asked me to be like, hey, they called me, they're like, hey, we want to do male uh, comedians against female comedians, you know, and I was like, all right, I'll, I'm down, you know, just and I get there. And and then I remember like being in the green room, like meeting the other comics and then all of a sudden like they're like dressed like you. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, start. let me get ready and they start. Put in makeup, putting the thing, <laughs> and I'm going like, What's going on? Like, and, then, oh, and they were cool. like, and they're all characters. So then, like, the show starts. There's the host, like, the Steve Harvey show, and then he's <laughs> yeah. introducing, like, the okay, we're gonna introduce the male uh, team. And then he's going down the line. He's like, So, what's your name? I'm the drunk, you, know, oh like, you know, whatever. You and seem so boring. Like, you okay, guys are hard, beep, beep, yeah, beep, and beep, then beep. I come, <laughs> and then he's like, And what's your name? I'm like, I'm Francisco. <laughs> and, and they're like I'm just me. And he's so. like, Yeah, so do you, what do you do? It's like I do stand up. Uh yeah. And it was like it was so weird. And like <laughs> then and someone brings out like, a as the show under. went along.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs>
2: and what's funny, guys? The show went along, I'm like, these guys are so loud and so over the top, you know, like and then I'm like, I'm going like, Well, I have to We'll I stuff that. so i'm like when my time when my when my uh, uh my time to talk would come and i'd be like well first of all you know <laughs> i had to like just just to kind of like do something i was like what is this i was like oh my god you gotta like, fit this in is-
3: yeah you new, did yeah. you come out of the commercial break with a
2: new name and everything? Your <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the <laughs> drunk tan, <town>, the town <laughs> drunk, all right. yeah.
3: What I do we that. got? In the, what costumes are in the back there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, my god! Give gosh. me something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Francisco Ramos, thank you so much, man, for doing the show. Now, thanks um, for having me, man. Well, ha- if there's an election, we'll definitely have to have you. Back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'd love yeah, to. We'll to follow back, up for and, sure. For and best and definitely great.
2: give me some. Um, A leeway time so I can read more about it and be more prepared. (laughs) For sure.
1: No, no, no. You know much
2: more than we know. We don't like guests who make us feel too stupid. So this is okay. Good, good. good. We
3: have egos too, you know. Yeah, (laughs) come on. We're we're, we're blowhards.
1: (laughs) Everybody, check out Zoo Animals on HBO Max. Uh, That's it. Kaplan, what should we do?
3: Our audience should go like and subscribe
1: to us on YouTube and we're going to get lost. Oh, yeah. We should have said that earlier. Get lost.